Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's hey. Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. That other voice you heard is Miles. Hey. Hey, Miles. Hey. How's it going? Okay. Great. And we're also joined by Jackie. Hello. Hi. Jackie, how have you been? I've been okay. I dug through the garbage today. You did have to go through the garbage. <laughs> I lost my wedding ring. Uh-oh. Oh boy. But then I actually found it in the garbage, so it's a good thing that... I did that. <laughs> yeah. Why did you throw it in the garbage? I don't know. What it must Mark have been do? something I said. <laughs> I don't know. I I put it somewhere that was too close to trash. <laughs> um, I, I I think like when we, when we feed our baby, we use a lot of wet wipes and stuff, and I think it just might have found itself under a wet wipe. Because um, she gets messy, I get messy, I take off my ring because it's messy, and then, uh, and I think that's what happened. Yeah, but they say it's good luck if your wedding ring goes in the garbage. They say that? Do they? No, they don't. But they say they it's don't. good if it rains on your wedding day. Yeah. And it rained on our wedding it day, Jackie. It did rain on our wedding day. And thankfully, you found your ring. Yeah. So and, that's... And we're still married now. Lucky. Yeah, If it, if the trash <laughs> people came, we'd be divorced. No, you'd have to marry whoever picked it up from the trash. Oh my God, one <laughs> of the trash guys. So handsome. <laughs> this is a podcast. Are you handsome trash guys? Are you up early enough to know your trash guys? I, I see the trash guys. I make guys, it a I don't point talk to of getting up on time to look at the trash guys. I, I don't think they come that early, by the way. <laughs> they come They come early because I see them sometimes. Um, okay. Uh, I think somewhere between six and seven they come. Oh, but wow. I don't actually see them see them. It's like, I just feel their presence and i kind of see them pa- walk by like oh they're or you don't cat call them you don't go pick me up next no. time baby <laughs> i'm like waking up like and i'm like oh my god this baby woke me up early but it's okay it's good i like i like hanging out with her in the morning this is a podcast about misfortune and uh, suburban living but also it's an anime podcast Yes, we are named after JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime, but we're all caught up on JoJo. We've seen it all. And uh, me personally, Mark, if I can figure out where our damn Kindle is, I'll uh, put some bootleg chapter nine, chapter nine. I'll put JoJo lands on a Kindle and catch up to that. But in the meantime, we're not going to talk about reading manga. No, no, no. We're watching other anime, which you can do as a listener. We'll tell you how to do that in a little bit. Uh, or sometimes we just watch stuff because it feels seasonally appropriate, and that's why on this episode we're going to be talking about Tokyo Godfathers, the Satoshi Kon anime movie. Miles, how did you come to hear about this film? I think I heard about it when we were trying to come up with Pride Month stuff to watch. Mm. Oh. There's a trans character in this, but I... I Thought, this is more of a Christmas movie than a gay person movie. I mean, it's both, but hey. I wanted to save it for the holidays. It's yeah. a good holiday. It's a good holiday one, I think. I think so, too. It's a good movie to put on a list of things I wish I saw before I had a baby. Oh, yeah. This movie would oh, be w- yeah. way more fun not knowing what I it's was, like to have a baby. I found this movie depressing, and it was supposed to be funny, but I found it just depressing. Just scary. And scary, but yeah. it is depressing, and you, and it's not nice to hear the baby crying the whole time. I know. Yeah, but it is realistic. 
The baby crying the that whole baby would not I be th- chill. I think the baby was not crying enough, actually. Yeah. Well, I think the no baby was not. Like I think that. the baby was not driving them crazy enough. But mm-hmm. it also depends on how, like, how old do you? How what? How many months do you think that baby is? It's supposed to be a newborn. What? Yeah. yeah. Okay, then that. Mm, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll that get baby would have been a lot more difficult to deal with. Yeah. It, it, I don't Some think it would have fared are good though. You know. Yeah. Oh my god! This is just the perfect little angel baby. Yeah. <laughs> The perfect love angel music baby. As Gwen Stefani calls it, Lamb. Mm. We're going to talk all about this movie and how it made us feel in just a little bit. But first, we need to open a different bundle of joy. By that, I mean our Gmail inbox. These are emails that are written to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. By the way, all last week, I kept saying JoJo's Bizarre Podcast at Gmail, and that's not accurate. Ooh. It is just JoJo's Bizarre Pod at hey, Gmail. Hey, you'll get it right one day. I, I think I, wa- I want to say I get it right most days, but I'm too scared to look. Uh, this email is from Chad, old reliable. Uh, Chad's email subject is... The wiki entry describes this movie as a tragic comedy. Aloha JJB pod Ohana. Here are some JoJo voice connections for Satoshi Kon's Tokyo Godfathers. Adult Kiyoko is voiced by Mamiko Noto, who also voiced part for Jobro and Koichi's main squeeze, Yukako Yamagishi. Owner of Club Swirl, Mitsuo Hirata, is voiced by Riki Yakoyama, who voiced the movie version of Hamon Master Will Zeppeli. Forgiving stab wound father Ishida is voiced by Yu Sakuyara, who also voiced giant Native American psychic enemy Walken in the Bao OVA. The unnamed doctor is voiced by Akio Otsuka, who also voiced honorable part two pillar man warrior of the winds Wamu. I knew I recognized his voice. I hope everyone is having a safe and happy holiday season. Mahalo and mele kalikimaka, Chad. P.S. What's a gift that you didn't ask for? but ended up loving. Hmm. I can't think of any. We like that travel noise machine for our baby. Oh, yeah. There some baby gifts for our baby that we didn't ask for have been pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Because that's the thing with babies is that like your friends and family of a generation will be like, oh, you need this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time you're like, oh, I had no idea that this would be helpful and here it is. Yeah. The rest of your life no one knows what anybody yeah, else Yeah, nobody needs. knows what you need. <laughs> but when fuck. you have a baby, people who've had a baby are like, yeah, this is what you need. <laughs> Besides that, I don't know. Probably, I'm like, thinking back to childhood now, I'm like, is there a Super NES game that I got that I was like, this is bullshit, and then I played the shit out of? Mm. <laughs> probably. Well, I mean, that's a lot of like my first games were just games that my parents picked out, and I like them. like i never asked for a nintendo like i never asked for i got it my snes was my first console i never asked for an snes my dad just brought it home one day yeah which is i think that's how it was i don't think we were like two or three when we had an nes in the house oh wow i think my dad was like duck hunt seems cool (laughs) (laughs) my well it was for us my dad wasn't gonna play it at all but i think he like he bought i think it was like I think he bought it off of someone from work or like someone at work was selling it and he was like, okay. <laughs> Miles, you got anything? Um, friend of the pod, 
Chigas gave me Rob Lowe's memoir a couple years back, mm. and oh. I thought it was great. Really? And That's interesting. she recently got me Britney Spears's book, but I haven't read it yet, so I don't know if I like it. Okay. You, you sound really skeptical. Well, you were like, I, oh, Britney Spears's book. I think I th- The Woman and Me. Yeah. Was that a new? That's the new one, I guess, or no? That's the new one, yeah. Mm, exciting. I would watch a documentary mm-hmm. or something of like a new one of her. I'm good on Britney Spears. I'm not. I'm good. I watched the free Britney stuff. I watched the free Britney stuff, but I want to. I want to see like I want to hear from her now. You don't want to? Okay. Well, that's I don't fine. know how much she really has to say. I think this is like people that are professional biography writers came to her and were like, "What's the deal?" But maybe there's truth in there. Yeah. I don't know. Mark is skeptical. I'm a and big skeptic. I, I've told the story before about how I was like someone's Valentine and oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, got I think me, about this. he got me the Green Day CD and I was like, I didn't know who Green Day was. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the Green Day greatest hits. But I did like it. I I just I but I was also felt obligated. I was like, okay, I have to like this now. It's yeah, fine. whenever <laughs> I hear Green Day, I think about you. And I think it was it was only like a few months ago. And that we I were, told you this yeah, story. Yeah, and we were like, did you like it? And you were like, yeah, I did like it. It's, I did. I do like Green Everybody Day. Everybody does like Green Day, apparently. But it was just like, <laughs> like uh, they were, and the guy was like, oh shit. He was like embarrassed that I didn't like, you know, that he got me something that like, but he was, but they were, everybody was like, but you'll like, everybody likes Green Day. You'll like Green Day. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything better. So let's move on. Thanks for writing. Again, JoJo's oh, Bizarre Pod. I thought of another one. Someone gave me a Nintendo 64 my like senior year of high school. So I was was much after, long after Nintendo 64 was a thing. But I don't know. I had mentioned that I had never played Ocarina of Time. And they were like, you need to. And they bought it for me. It's crazy. Yeah. But then, you never beat it. No. How far did you get? Do you remember? I don't know. Not that far. I think I used the N64 for other stuff. But I beat Link to the Past on a like ROM hacked three. No, what was it? It was DS Lite. Yeah, you had a DS Lite with a little action replay thingy. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Not a gift. No. Again, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com to have your email read on the podcast. What fun. Who else can say that? Can say that they've had an email read on a podcast. Probably lots of people. <laughs> and anyway, folks, we have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, I'll try to make it quick. We have a variety of tiers. They're all pretty cheap if I do say so myself. You will get access to the Patreon feed, which includes audio removed from the main podcast episodes, Miles's weekly cultural reference newsletter, and other audiovisual projects if and when they are uploaded. There's a few old ones. Uh, at the $3 level, you get access to that feed, plus we will thank you by your name as you write it, which we'll do in a second. And also, I want to tell you that if you want to choose an anime that we cover, if you want to hear us talk about three episodes of your anime selection, just do one month at the $15 level 
and that's it. You just do that. You say, please read my name as such and watch these episodes. That's all. You have to write that's all at the end and then we'll do it. Let's say thank you to some wonderful people. So thank you so much, Colin. Shungun. And I, homie. I love Jojo. Ooh. ooh. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Kenny. Mirror Man. The stand user formerly known as Austin. Tim. <laughs> Martin! Aquosis. Christian. And Chad. Chad. Hooray. Woo. Thanks, everybody. Patreon.com slash JJBpod. All right, let's talk about Tokyo Godfathers. This is one of Satoshi Kon's movies. If you don't know who Satoshi Kon is, think Paprika, think Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress. I think he did five feature films and some other stuff. Uh, and this is his third movie after Perfect Blue and Millennium Actress. It came out in 2003. The screenplay is by Keiko Nobumoto, who did the screenplay for Cowboy Bebop oh. and Wolf's Reign, which I don't know anything yeah, about. I don't know. I looked it up on Wikipedia. Seems really cool if you're like a furry person. But Excuse other than me? that, I wasn't interested in it. Um, if you couldn't tell... Mark, what do you mean? No one could tell this. All right. There's a movie from 1948 called Three Godfathers. And this is loosely based on that. Both are kind of loosely based around the legend of the three magi. Oh. When Jesus is born. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Three Godfathers is a movie by John Ford. He's one of the great American directors. And that's based on a novelette, which I didn't know was a thing, a novelette. Is that different from a novella? Who knows? From 1913. This is an old story. Oh, how did Who are those different? wise men? There's What's Casper that? and Melchior. Yeah. And Jasper. Melchior, Gaspar. I don't know. Balthazar? Yeah, that sounds right. And they had uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Myrrh. Uh, oh, the music in this movie is by Keiichi Suzuki, who did the Earthbound and Mother 3, I think, but he did the Earthbound soundtracks, which is awesome. Okay. Miles, he I feel like you should Mother play Earthbound. Mother by Danzig? Mother! <laughs> Tell your children not to be left in the trash. <laughs> Miles, have you played Earthbound, by the way? No. I feel like you should play that game. Okay. I feel uh, like you'd find it charming. I would watch Miles play that game. Yeah. Okay. We'll all just pretend we don't have children and we'll hang out and play <laughs> Earthbound. Yeah. Go to a magical video game dimension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So what's this movie about? Oh, I can recap it. Okay, so first of all, Mark and I accidentally bought the English version and then I had to figure out how to get a refund on Amazon and then we watched the Japanese version. Uh, Miles, what did you watch? Did you watch English or Japanese? Japanese, Okay, as God intended. So we watched the same thing. Cool. 
Um, so it starts out, it's Christmas. And we see that there are some kids putting on a Christmas play in Japan. It is, it is a very, like, religious Christmas play. It's about the birth of Jesus. It's not like a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer play or something. It's, um, you know, it's, it's the story of the birth of Jesus. Um... And it seemed like it was a like at at a church, an actual church. That's what it seemed like. Um, yeah, like a Christian church. Um, and it, I don't know if it's a charity thing or the homeless people just happen to see it. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, and so the homeless people are watching it. Um, they sing "Silent Night," "Silent Night" in Japanese, which is cute. Um, oh right. Um, that's why when they name the baby Kyoko. Mm. Apparently, the Japanese translation for Silent Night uses the Kyo uh, in its title, which in that context, it means pure, like a pure night. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. That's cute. Um, yeah. So we start to meet these homeless people. There's three main characters. Um, one is a trans woman. We learned that her name is Hannah. Or Hannah, if you want to say it in a very American way. Um, she gets very defensive. Uh, I, they, she, they're like, they're like online for soup or something. And she's like, she, they say something about like, oh, well, you could never get pregnant. And she's like, if the Virgin Mary can get pregnant, then so can I. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> tell them. Miracles happen. Oh yeah. And then she tells, and then. then she tells the soup lady, like when she, when she's online for the soup, she tells the lady that she's eating for two. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, yeah. The lady does not know what to make of that. Um, the guy that is their friend is named, what is it? Gin? Yeah, Gin. Mm -hmm. Gin. Um, he is a dude. We learn more about him later. Um, I don't know if there was anything noted. I didn't really notice anything special about him in the beginning. Um, and then Miyuki is, uh, they meet her on the roof and they, they bring food to her. I don't know why she was by herself on the roof. Of wherever she was. I think she's a lazy teen and they do all three of them hang out. Yeah. But they just were like, all right, we'll get food. It kind of seems like they hate, like they kind of hate each other, you know, like, cause they're all, they're all kind of like calling each other names and like not being yeah. super nice to each other. But it's like at the same time, like they, they could be alone. They want to be with each other, you know, but I don't know. They're it's family. Just, it, yeah. It's like they're a family and sometimes you, sometimes you hate each other, but you're always there for each other or something. Um, I mean, yeah, and it's like families are happier when they are like not struggling, and these are like mm -hmm. the most struggling people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta be just be pissed at each other all the time when you're like having to really fight for food. So yeah, um, she's only been homeless. She's more recently homeless, so she doesn't. She's like kind of fights calling herself homeless, um, Miyuki. But they're like uh, six months on the street means you're homeless. Um, they've. They go to an area where there's a lot of good garbage. I don't remember what the, I don't know if there was important context to that, but they go to an area where there's a lot of good garbage and they're sorting through stuff and they hear a baby crying, right? And then yeah. they find a baby and Hannah is very much like, she's just happy to be, she's like, oh, it's a, a Christmas gift for me. Like, oh, I'm so happy to, you know, to, to see this beautiful, sweet little baby. We'll take you somewhere warm. And she's like, it's it's a Christmas present from God. She's our baby. And 
Gin and Miyuki are like, uh, no, we can't take care of a baby. Um, and there's like kind of funny music playing and stuff like, oh, a funny hijinks, but I'm just like depressed. <laughs> I'm like, there's, they're homeless. There's this baby that was left in the garbage. I don't know. I was, I was like that. You can't really make this funny to me. It was just sad. Um, I think their relationship is fun. I, I, I think Hannah was really funny, is a really funny character. And yeah, they have very sad circumstances, but they still have they still have some laughs. Yeah, I guess. I think I was just taking it too seriously. And I'm a downer. They help each other at times. They all help the baby. Yeah. So um Hannah decides to call her uh, the baby. Uh, Kyoko, it's a girl. Um, they decide to call her Kyoko because of Silent Night and the and it's Christmas, and they found her on Christmas. Um, and uh, they're like, "We got to just turn this baby into the police." And she's like, "If we turn her into the police, then she's just gonna like have to. She's gonna be bouncing around foster homes and stuff like that. It's Christmas. I don't want to do that. And also, she wants to feel like a mother, and she wants to give this baby love." So she's like, let me just, you know, let's just take care of her. Let's give her love tonight and then we can turn her in a a different day. Um, I think it's implied that she went through something similar. Yeah. She doesn't want the same for Yeah, right, exactly. Um, Because at first I thought it was like maybe selfish, but then I realized like, no, like she wants, she, she, she doesn't want, baby to be like unloved and bouncing through like foster parents and stuff like that or in like an orphanage or something like that um and so they uh eventually decide well i'm skipping ahead a little bit but they eventually decide to like find the mother actually is what they what they want to do is see if they can find the mother and get her to explain why she abandoned her child and maybe convince her to keep it or be like oh maybe she changed her mind you know um so yeah, maybe we'll see what happens. Um, uh, let's see. They keep misgendering ha- uh, Hana in the mm-hmm. subtitles, which wasn't cool. Um, she was very like she fought back anytime that somebody misgendered her. Um, At one point, they kind of use both genders in naming her. I think um, Miyuki is the teen. Yeah, she calls she calls her like granny old man or something like that and she eventually mm-hmm. like kind of settles for that um gin and i think i think hana herself used the term okama on her a bunch which is like basically like the f slur in english maybe not as bad it means a bunch of like slang for gay people in japan seem to refer to cooking ware oh and an okama is a rice pot um <laughs> but it for one reason or another, um, okay. I should I should name the site I'm getting this from. I'm getting this from Tofugu. I think I've referenced this when we talked about them using like Jolene calls Foo Fighters gay or something. Um, basically, it means like a, a man or someone that they perceive as a man who receives anal sex. Okay. And apparently some older generation gay Japanese people might use it as a term of endearment between one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but other people prefer like more sensitive, like Western alternatives that are more modern, 
Mm. Um, but they're both kind of using it at each other. But it, it's because of the fact that it's like cooking ware, and I didn't know that people could use it affectionately. It maybe now doesn't seem as rough to me as like the F slur mm-hmm. in English, but I I'm not sure. You said at one point, Hannah refers to herself as yes. that. Okay, and that's that's one of the reasons too, where I was like, oh. Wait a minute. I thought it was just a negative thing, but yeah. Mm. It can mean sort of a gay or effeminate man or even specifically a effeminate male, although it, these days we probably say a trans woman prostitute. Mm. Um people who cross dress. You know, the thing about slang is that it usually is very imprecise. Yeah. Right? It's just someone being ignorant and labeling other people. Yeah, it's, I'm throwing you into this category of yeah. things I don't like or understand. I think it's uh, at least from my reading of the subtitles, like Hannah has definitely co-opted some of this language. But I think the way they said it was like, oh, I'm just a homo was, was the mm-hmm. thing she said a lot. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, so... Apparently... The- oh, yeah, the baby was crying, 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 and they didn't... They were like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? The baby is crying! And... uh Miyuki is like, maybe she's sick. And Hannah was very upset by this. Um, oh, yeah, they boil some water to make milk, but I don't know how they're making milk. I, I don't I don't know either. Is it just they have powdered milk and they're making milk that way because they should be buying formula, but I guess... That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if it was going to be like a, like a, a nice coincidence because this movie is full of coincidences mm-hmm. that like they're homeless and they happen to just have baby formula, you know, cause that was like food that they could find, you know, uh, that they themselves would eat. Yeah. But yeah, instead it was like boil water. I'm going to make milk and you cannot actually give babies dairy milk until they are one years old. Yeah. Cause you can actually cause internal bleeding. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if that was a mistranslation or something. I, I think like that's the thing about this movie that would work better before you have kids is because you don't realize that, Jackie and I watched this thriller from Shinya Tsukamoto a little while ago called Kotoko. And it's like a woman with a mental health issue trying to raise a child. And a social worker says to her, like, it's a misconception that people instinctually know how to raise children. It actually requires a lot of knowledge. And it's just 100% true for me. And that's the thing. With this movie, before you know that, you're like, oh, yeah, you just give a baby milk. You know, just keep her warm. Take her around, give her milk. It's like, no, no, no. You have to do things specific ways or the baby's in trouble. Well, what we find out is that Gin actually has parenting experience. He did raise a kid. Yes. yes. Thankfully, yeah. He's the one who can change diapers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they all they all end up changing. Because they, oh, they, they, do they? You hear that they take turns. Yeah, like Miyuki. Uh. Well, and Miyuki takes the baby to the bathroom later and changes her there when they, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, we'll get there. But anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna go super beat by beat on this. Um, but yeah, Jin talks about how his he 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 got a girl pregnant once. His daughter was sick and they needed money. Um, he talks about how he he tried to get money by throwing a race because he was a He's bicycle a, racer. He was a bicycle racer. Um, and then uh, but he threw the race. He got in trouble because he got caught. Um, and then he got fired, and the baby died, and his wife died, and he doesn't really. He said, go the, into "Yeah, the baby there. had medical issues. He was trying to pay for it by throwing a race. He got caught. That's the baby what I just died. Said. That's all." What you I did just say, said. "Okay, sorry. I, just I was just all of that. I was like, what is a bicycle racer called?'" And I just zoned out. 
<laughs> um, and you, oh, you see him test the milk on his wrist, the temperature, which yeah, that's um, a truism is real. Um, uh, so that's cool. Um, and then they're, I think they're asleep and they wake up and Hannah and the baby are gone. Yes. Um, but they find her and she talks about how she never knew her real mother. Um, and that, and that, yeah, this is where she says that she wants to find her, Hannah's, or when she wants to find, um, Kyoko's, what's, what, what's the name? Is it Kyoko? The baby's Kyoko. Okay. Kyoko's mother. Um, and yeah, I, I wrote, this is going to be depressing. Um, <laughs> Miyuki is like, what if we find another baby? <laughs> Which was kind of funny. Um, wait, when did she say that? When they had, they had a key to a locker and they, oh, were, able, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, what if we find another baby? And it's like, they don't just, you're not going to just keep finding babies. <laughs> yeah. Cause the baby was left in a basket. The note said, please take care of this child. And there was a key. Like a little tiny locker key. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember what number was on the key? No. Twelve twenty-five. It was twelve twenty-five. There's okay. a bunch of references to twelve twenty-five, the Christmas date. Oh. Like the cab fare that Hana can't really pay is twelve thousand two hundred fifty yen, mm. which is like a hundred and twenty bucks or whatever. A stopped alarm clock, an address in a newspaper ad, the license plate of the cab. Did you notice all of these? Nope. This is IMDb trivia. Nice. Nice work, Mark. Yep. Cite your sources. I did. <laughs> um, so they open the locker. They find another key, uh, condoms, panties, photos, uh, a business card to a hostess club. What's the deal with this locker? I I don't know. At the time, I really didn't know. But I think at the time, this is... <clears throat> it's the person who took the baby, I think, having regrets and is just like stuffing a bunch of stuff in a locker. Mm. And is like, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe she was going to kill herself. And so she was just giving away all her stuff. Well, she's not the one who, who threw the baby out. I think she is. No, I think the her husband is the one that threw the baby out. No, I don't think so. What do we think happened? I think Sachiko yeah. wants to give birth. I think she has a baby. It doesn't work out. Her baby dies. She steals she, this baby. She steals this baby. And then I think she has a change of heart and decides to leave her. And she's going to kill herself. Oh, uh, I thought somebody That's else. That's what I think. I thought her husband stole the baby and... and... Well, I'm going to repeat what whatever you say next because I'm going to be lost looking at look it up, look the it synopsis. Up. Look it up, look it up. Because I was confused no matter what. Miles, what do you think happened? I wasn't clear. I'm trying to remember what the husband said. But I think it makes more sense that she, like she was the more unstable one. So mm. she stole the baby and then changed her mind. Like and that then just threw it in the trash. more true to me. Yeah. Because... Because the impression I got of the husband was like that he didn't care about anything except gambling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because I was like, well, what, if you're going to steal a baby, why would you throw it in the trash? You should keep that baby you just stole. <laughs> but, you know, oh, wait, wait, steal wait. babies don't make a lot of sense. Okay. Sachiko insists that her husband got rid of the baby without her knowledge. So yeah, I guess okay, she, she stole she, the baby, but then he took the baby from her, being like, this isn't your baby, and then mm-hmm. he just leaves it. 
by some trash like an idiot. Mm. But then why would he leave the key to the locker? I don't know. Maybe it was a mistake. Like he just misplaced his locker key. Yeah, maybe. That's the only other thing it could be. It's snowing outside. I was like, it's too cold for a baby. Too, way too cold. Way too cold for a baby. Um, the They go get on a train. I forget where they're trying to go. Oh, they're trying to go to the hostess club or something that's, mm-hmm. that they found the business card of. Um, the train is delayed due to snow. Um, and then another train is like across from them. And Miyuki sees a man with like a birthmark on his face. And he like sees her and she jumps out of the train and then they follow her. And then they're now they're just walking in the cold with a baby. Um, at first I was like, who is that man? Why does she recognize him? Why does he recognize her? I thought maybe it was the man in the photo. But oh, I, I knew it was somebody related to her. I, I was confused because the baby has a birthmark on, on her face. And so ah. I was like, maybe, I, th- I thought that was going to be a twist. I thought this baby was going to be her dad's somehow. But, oh, uh, spoilers, I guess that guy in the other train is Miyuki's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. So they're off the train. Hana is singing a song from The Sound of Music, something about climb every mountain. I don't know the song. Um, it's from The Sound of Music. Well, I don't know that one. I know the other two. Climb every mountain, ford every stream. Well, I don't have the resources for all this. Every rainbow. I'm busy. Till you find your dream. I only know doe, a deer. A female. No, Jackie, deer. you also know the hills are alive with the sound. And of and music. and the hills are alive with the sound of music. Those are the only And Edelweiss? Edelweiss? No. I don't know that one. Oh, by the way, this movie was animated by Studio Madhouse, who also did the sound Hajime, of music? Hajime no Ippo, Monster, Hunter, Hunter, Death Note, lots of stuff. That's cool. Oh, and Trigun. And Perfect Blue, maybe? Did they do Perfect Blue? I don't know. Maybe he's doing a little thinking man pose on the monitor. Oh, wow, she is. Anyway. She's deep in thought. <laughs> um, They find a cemetery. Um, And so they're like jackpot, and they go to the cemetery uh, looking for something for the baby, but they just find a bunch of like alcohol and stuff. Yeah, so so the cemetery, you know, people leave offerings for the dead, probably especially on Christmas and holidays and stuff like that. People leave stuff. Um, Gin finds some alcohol and he's getting drunk. And, oh yeah, Gin says to uh, Hana, you can't get milk out of your tits no matter how hard you, you squeeze. But actually, I read it meant that... Uh, Basically, anybody with nipples can make milk. Yeah. So I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Yes. Famously, Robert De Niro. Not like could will himself into milking. You need to. You need to really stimulate them. Like, there's a whole like you got to really like work at it to make it happen. But it's totally possible. Got to work because um, we all have the same. I mean, we don't have all the same parts, but like our bodies. I don't know. Like the our boobs are just. Like, you know, if you say breast, so, breast tissue is breast tissue. It's all like it's all the same stuff. 
It's just, it just like hormones manifest things differently. So anyway, all bodies can make milk. So that's not true. Not like crickets though. Only mammals. Well, I don't know about other animals. I don't know if like. Crickets can do other stuff though. Let's not knock crickets. I'm not knocking them. I can't make music with my legs. Crickets are scary. No, they're not. (laughs) They jump really high. When I see a cricket on the sidewalk, I cross the street. Whoa. What about the game cricket? Not scary. Okay. Um, I mean, it's scary in that it's like I don't understand it. Yeah, but I don't try to. And I have a fear of the unknown. Mm. Uh, They do find formula as an offering, which seems almost like fake, but they find a bunch of like baby formula. Yeah, probably a baby that passed away. Mm. Yeah, they're in the cemetery. You mentioned that Gin drinks. Yeah, he's drinking. He's drinking. And then he gets into a fight with Hannah, and that's when he tells, he says like, you can't get milk out of your tits. Stop trying to be a mom to this baby and saying all kinds of mean stuff to her. It's yeah, like, well, actually. Drunk. Yeah. Um, so they have a little fight. Uh, they, but whatever, they walk away from the cemetery and they run into a man who uh, is under his car and they push it off him. <laughs> and they're like, how the hell did you get under your car? And he's like, basically some crazy thing happened where he got a flat tire or something and so he went to like the check it out. The car was stuck and he, yeah. Yeah, he went to like fix it but he forgot to put it in park yeah. And then some lady's dog went ape shit and like pushed the car. Yeah. Or pushed her. And yeah, then, he's trapped under the car. And then the car was over him. Um, yeah. So they pushed it off him and he's like, Ah, I really owe you. Here's my business card and you know, call me if you need anything. And they're like, Oh, you live near where we're trying to go. Do you know this hostess hostess club? And he's like, Do I? My daughter's about to marry the owner. Funny happenstance, by the way. This the Yakuza <laughs> boss's name is Ota. Who's the who's the Yakuza? He's a yoke. He's, he's Yakuza. Yeah. Oh, how do you know that? Um, one just the way he is. He's oh. just very obviously a crazy, I don't ha- like a mob boss. <laughs> I don't oh, have like, the I way just, everyone treats him. I thought he was just a rich person. Uh, in a way, <laughs> his license plate also <laughs> says certain numbers. I didn't write them down, but apparently there's numbers you can associate with the Yakuza, and they're on his license plate. Ooh. It's like eight well, nine keep, three or something. Every well, there, there's. When they go to the actual wedding, there's the assassination attempt, and they the news. I thought I thought he was just a rich refers guy. Refers to it as a gangland assassination. Mm. Okay, but the fine. point is, his name is Ota, and apparently that's the name on the grave where Gin finds the sake. Mm. And this guy said that he was dropping off sake at his father's grave, uh, so Gin drank his alcohol. <laughs> but uh, nice. he's full of dinks. Yeah. Do you think that's a cheap way to write a movie? So. Satoshi Kon talked about this. I found some interviews on his website. And by found them, I mean one of them was was referenced on Wikipedia. But he was talking about this with someone. And he was like, yeah, it people would accuse you of being cheap if you had like one convenient coincidence. He's mm-hmm. like, but if you do like 20, maybe it's okay. <laughs> and he was like, and, and he was like, and the point is the coincidence should make you like, it should relate to the character and make you think deeper about what it means for the character. So it's like instead of it just being like one day's ex machina that fixes everything, it's like I, I don't know. I saw someone, I think someone on Letterboxd called it a dramatic farce. And I thought that was an interesting way of describing this movie. Of it just sort of mm. being like anything that can go wrong or right will happen. 
Um, yeah. I'm just like, this baby is not warm enough. They're outside for way too long. But because everything goes right, sort of, well, this ba- it's well, we okay. F- we find out at the end that this baby is a fucking miracle child. That's how I feel yeah. about it. Like, because the way that That's- she survives, like, the last couple of things, I'm just like, this baby is, like, this baby is the actual daughter of God. Like, <laughs> name her Kiseki. This baby is Hercules, but like a girl. Miles, you were saying? I Yeah, I, I don't know if it made me think about the characters. I just took it as like, these are all just a bunch of little Christmas miracles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't groaning at the coincidences. I was just like, oh, what a twist every time. Yeah, I, I was fine with the coincidences. Yeah, again, I think that... They took me out of how depressing everything was. Yes. <laughs> and I think that if it was just like a straightforward movie and then when Hana is like falling with that like sign and the wind happens to like catch it so she lands safely, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, this is stupid. But because the whole movie is like that, you're kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, why not? Yeah. And And the fact that things keep turning out to be okay-ish, there's some scary moments and Gin gets the shit beaten out of him but because like you know that things kind of work out it it's still impressive that you also are terrified when you see the baby like flying in the middle of the air mm-hmm. no one holding on to her yeah. for a brief moment I was I watched this movie with uh M and they were like if anything happens to this baby I'm walking out of here <laughs> I think that's I was fair. like I don't think that's the way the, this is going but <laughs> I, I was never not worried about the baby. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're like, oh, well, can you give us a ride? So he... This is, yeah, we're back oh, to wait, the Yakuza wait. boss. Oh, right, right. It's it's not just that the owner of the host club is m- marrying his daughter. It's He's marrying the daughter today. So they, like, yes. go to the wedding, right? They show up at the wedding. The daughter's in her gown. Yeah, I didn't know that till they got there. I thought they were just going to go visit the club and then she's wearing a wedding dress. Um, this guy brought three homeless people and yeah. a baby Yeah. to his daughter's wedding. Yeah. They did do him right. a solid. And and like people were complaining about how they smelled on, on yeah. the train, mm-hmm. but he doesn't care. He drove them in his... Because they saved his life. Really. What a nice man. What a nice Yakuza. It would have been yeah, nice if they got to get a glow up. Let's think about all the other stuff he does, but this is a nice <laughs> thing he did. Well, we don't know about the other stuff he does, right? I think we don't. <laughs> we have a general idea what organized criminals Maybe do. Maybe he's the one good Yakuza. Listen, well, okay. I've heard there's some business sectors okay. that rely on the Yakuza. Bruno Bucciolati was a good mob boss or whatever. That's in Italy. Yes, it's the same thing. All Italian gangsters are nice. That's not true. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. He's marrying his daughter so. today. Isn't that a the Godfather or something? Yeah, you can ask the Godfather for. Um, oh, is that what this is? Is that what this movie this is day about? Of my daughter's wedding. Tokyo. I mean, it's certainly thematically consistent that you can ask a favor from a man who's, or uh, I guess only from the Godfather when the day his daughter's getting married. Is this a a Christmas wedding? Yeah, I guess it is. Well, this movie actually takes place over a few days, right? I don't know. Because yeah. it seems like a lot of it, no, it, it, it talks seems... about New Year's lottery, New Year's this and that. But but it's like nighttime the whole time, isn't it? It seems like it's one night. It has to be one night. Because... But they sleep. Yeah, the baby's no, waking them up every days. couple hours. Does Do you ever see daylight? 
Oh, we do see daylight, I guess. We do see know. daylight. They're on the train during daylight. When they're at the cemetery, you can see stuff, so that must be daylight. Yeah, okay. and they spend a night Bye. at the, um, the host club, too. Okay. All right. So they get some intel from, I guess, who is this? Was this the the son, the the guy who's marrying the daughter from the groom or from somebody? They get some intel that that there was there were oh because they asked they're like oh have you seen this? They have the picture of the person who they think is the mom and they're like oh have you seen her? And he's like oh yeah she was a, one of my girls but she quit because she was pregnant. Um, and it turns out that that guy, the guy who's marrying the daughter, is also the guy who told him to throw the bicycle race, told Jin Gin to throw the bicycle race. So he's like, I'm going to clobber you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But before he can do that. Oh, and meanwhile, uh, Miyuki takes the baby to uh, go change her diaper in the bathroom. Um, but anyway, while Gin is about to like, you know, try to fight and Hana's holding him back, I think um, a beautiful I think okay. I'm I'm inserting beautiful because she's I think she's a babe. Woman comes out with a gun and shoots the guy a bunch of times. She's a waitress. She's a waitress, and then she runs away and she takes a hostage, which is Miyuki and the baby. And then you know she escapes. Whatever people are chasing her, she pulls her wig off. It is a man and in disguise. Uh, and then he starts speaking Spanish to her. And the baby's crying really loud. and you, It's hard to see what's going on. Babies don't like gunfire. And they don't subtitle the Spanish. Uh, so you just have to deal with it. Um, but he says, like, I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. He, I don't know. He asked her for his coat. For He asked her for her coat, and I don't know why. But he asked for her coat. Maybe he's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. He, he, I think he was telling her to shut the baby up, too. But, like, he can't really do that. Um <laughs> Just babies, babies are just gonna cry. Um, so he he takes her into a taxi, and in the car, he's like, he also saying something to her in Spanish that she doesn't understand. But I understood it, which was just like, oh, the baby needs milk, right? Um, and I thought that he was saying that because it's like, oh, just feed your baby. What are you doing? But I'm like, oh, no, like the, she's not gonna be able to communicate to him that it's like not her baby. Um, but I think he figured, she says at one point in English to him, "Thank you very much." Yeah, because she doesn't, she doesn't know what he's saying. She doesn't even know that it's Spanish. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Then what happens? He um, takes her to his house. Yes, but before we get there, I, there's stuff happening in between. Um. Gin wants to give up on finding the baby's parents. Um, they have a fight, uh, Gin and, and Hana. Uh, Hana leaves. Um, Gin sees someone collapsed on the street, and it's an old man. Um, and I was like, what is this, the ghost of Christmas future? Because, <laughs> like, they, they were fighting about how, like, oh, you're just going to, like, you're just a garbage man, Gin, and you're just going to die drunk uh, and worthless or whatever. Um, but he finds this old man who is going to, who's like about to die in the same way that Hana just told him he was going to die basically. Um, and he, he's like, can I have, uh, let's see. He's like, can I have one last request? Can you give me a drink of that? Um, and cause, uh, 
again has alcohol on him. Um, he takes him somewhere. I don't know where that is. Maybe back to his own. Make, make, I think it's to his tent. That was my guess. Yeah, the old to man's the, tent. To their, no, or to, to, to Gin, where Gin and Hana and Miyuki live. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, that would yeah. be. I don't think so, because they're far from where they are. Like they just took a they just took a ride with that Yakuza guy. I don't think they're close to where they live. Mm-hmm. They were also on a train before. I don't know. I, I don't know if they had all the spinny stuff that was outside of this tent. Yeah, I, I think well, I is. love I love the scene that yeah he asks for the one last thing and he says he he wants to give him something he gives him like a little red pouch. Uh, oh, he says I always wanted to die drunk in a nice house. <laughs> and he said I guess I got halfway there. Yeah, um, because it's not a nice house at all. Mm-hmm. But then he seems to die, and all the stuff outside that's like a spinning decoration thing stops spinning, and Gin goes to close his eyelids with his hands, but his eyes are wide open, and then he continues talking like the guy didn't die there. And the stuff starts spinning outside again. Uh, and then he really dies. Um, but yeah, he, he tells him to take this stuff. He's like, get rid of this for me. Some people will be hurt if they know who I am. Um, and he says goodbye and closes his eyes. Um, he sees a tower. Oh, yeah, the tower that's in the photos. He sees it in the, where does he see it? In the window? Like, what is that? Yeah, I think from where he's standing, he sees towers and he's like, those were the towers in the photo we found in that locker. Yeah. So the couple whose baby this must be are nearby. Yeah. Um, But before he can do anything. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get... And so it cuts back to um, Miyuki with the baby. Um, And the guy who kidnaps her takes her to um, this lady's house uh and she is a she uh what's the word a wet nurse a wet nurse yeah she's she takes care of people's babies and she gives them milk so she gives the baby milk i thought may- maybe it was his wife or something i don't think that they were related I thought it was she was his sa- mom oh possible it's i don't think that was his it could be his mom i don't know it, wikipedia it, says it's his wife okay the hitman's wife Okay, well they that she 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 said something about how like the guy in the something about I don't remember she was she she was breastfeeding a baby but it seemed like the that baby wasn't hers so that's why I thought she was like a wet nurse like she's just like feeding people's babies for them um uh, maybe while they work that's what that's that seems like a good job I guess <laughs> maybe yeah but she's she's breastfeeding yeah. Her own kid, maybe, and um, and and uh, Kyoko, Kyoko, with her two boobs. You only have two boobs, so you can only feed two babies. Unless you're a dog, right? Well, we're humans. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if <laughs> any dogs are listening, listeners, I don't know if you knew that we on this pod are all three of us are humans. Um, let's see. Yeah, but I don't think the kid she's nursing is hers because it sounded like just because she was like, oh yeah, in the picture she like was pointing at people and saying that those were oh, okay. that, that that that's the mom or that's the dad or whatever. Um meanwhile well, and she says that her dad was a police officer. Yeah. Which then makes Miyuki say, "My dad's a cop, but he's going to end up arresting me." Mm-hmm. And we eventually learn, I don't know if it's here, that she stabbed her dad. Yeah. Because she- her cat Angel went missing. She blamed her dad for it. And at mm-hmm. some point, got, was so mad that he st- she stabbed him. 
was just crazy. Not a good reason to stab someone. No. Not, there's not that many good reasons, and, and this is not one of those. Yeah. And uh, the lady's nice. She tells her to let it out and just cry and just cry it out, and she lets her cry. And the baby cries too, and... um. I don't know they have like a nice even though they can't really communicate they kind of start trying to communicate with like some english that they both know um and like just kind of miming things out um so that's cute i think it's cool that the, that the spanish speaking people in this movie actually speak spanish yeah mm-hmm. it's good attention to detail and they don't subtitle it for you so we're so if you don't speak spanish you're also just like What's happening? <laughs> but I'm sure people, even people who've taken a little bit of Spanish, can tell like, oh, that's a real Spanish mm-hmm. speaker there. Yeah, Gin um, gets beat up by some bad bad kids who want to beat up homeless people. Yeah, they say it's time for New Year's cleaning. Um, and they steal the thing that they steal the like little pouch that the old man gave them. Do they? Because I know they steal something. I, th- I think he steals it back. Okay. Because I remember, yeah, I thought that might have been what it was, but I was like, well, they stole an envelope and he had a red pouch. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Apparently, IMDb Trivia says that when he's getting beaten up, there's like windows in the offices behind them that almost function like a health bar in a video game. Mm. Like when he's getting hit, the like lights in the windows like keep turning off. So it's like a health bar being depleted. Mm. I wasn't paying attention. I was really mad. At these, I was mad at these teens. Um, bad teens they even want to beat up the old man that just died they like drag his body out and talk trash to him i was thinking that they were going to realize he was dead and that would make them scatter but no they don't really realize it they finish beating the shit out of gin um and he he i think moves away eventually collapses in an alley and then he wakes up and there's an angel oh yeah there's an angel standing there and is saying like would you like Magic? My magic or an ambulance? And he says ambulance. And she is annoyed by this. <laughs> and then I guess, does she not actually call an ambulance? Does she just take him to their bar? Yeah. yeah. Yes. They bandage him up and stuff. And it turns out that she is one of many. I guess, like, what kind of a bar is this? Is it like a go-go bar? Is it? I don't know. Um, like a drag show, but not. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think that they are trans women. Yeah. That it turns out they know Hana, actually. Um, and they are taking care of him and they all live in this club. Um, They're all performers. They all seem to be performers and it is a bar. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Hannah finds them. Uh, I forget how she makes her way there, but she finds she she. Oh right, Hannah just wants to go to meet with, like she was like, oh the the one person that I can call my mother. You know, it's you know not her biological mother, but it's like family. You know, because she used to work at that um, that establishment, and I guess it's the owner who she thinks of as a mother. Yeah, so, is her name Rose? In my head, it's Rose, but I don't know if that's correct. I didn't catch the names. All right. But she goes there, and that's when she sees that uh, Keen is there. Um, oh, it's called Angel Tower. And the club. Some, somehow, yeah. I don't know how they they find Miyuki, because Miyuki's with the baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hannah finds Miyuki first. That's what happens. Hannah finds Miyuki first. Um, I don't know how she does that. And then they go find Gin. But she finds Miyuki and uh, 
when 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 the lady, the breastfeeding lady, uh, sees um, Hannah, she's like, uh, "Será la madre o el padre? Could this be the mother or the father of the baby?" Ah. And um, Hannah is just like, "I'm just a queen who cares," <laughs> according to the subtitles, anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, and so she takes. Oh yeah, she takes a cab and she describes the cab driver as her type. Uh, She's like, I expect, yeah, and my type especially doesn't care if I don't have all of the money for the yeah. cab fare. Um, right, and so then they hear they overhear people talking about a homeless person who died, um, and she thinks that it's Gein. Um and yeah, right. This is where he sees the angel, and yeah, whatever. Hannah and Miyuki reunite with Gein. Um, and Miyuki is giving the baby a bath in the sink and it's very cute. Um, I'm also like, thank God someone's <laughs> bathing the baby. Although you don't really have to bathe the baby that much when they're newborn. You never, yeah. you should never bathe a kid. What? They don't smell. You don't have to clean them. I don't think that's true, especially if you're homeless people and you live in like back alleys, you maybe need to bathe the baby more. If you found the baby in the garbage, if you found a baby in the garbage, I think you need to bathe the baby. All that stuff is good for the baby. Put garbage on your baby. No, don't listen to Miles. He doesn't know. Um, uh, Let's see. Yeah. Hannah wants to find a home full of love for the baby. Um, And Hannah's like, all I ever wanted was love. You know, and I guess that that place was the closest thing she came to it. I wonder why she left. I wonder why she's homeless now and not still working there. Anna. She explains. She, oh, does she? She goes into it. Yeah, she left with, to live with, um, like, one of her customers. Mm. Um, and I think he, like, they were they were in a relationship, but then he dies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She that. was in a relationship with, I forget his name, and she says that he died. And the mother says, was it AIDS? Mm. And she says, no, he slipped on soap in the bathtub and died. <laughs> um, but she left and, after a, a rude customer. Is that what you were going to say, Miles? No, go ahead. Just that there was a rude customer that like talked trash to her and she kicked him and like broke his nose or something. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, and then she didn't want to go back to the bar because she was ashamed. But, okay. but when, when she says that, mother is just like, well, money just took care of that. It's no big deal. At this point, we're starting to see signs that Hana is seriously ill because she's coughing up blood sometimes. Yeah. Do we ever find out what the deal is with that? Why is she sick? I assumed it was AIDS. Oh, yeah. It's probably AIDS. Shit. Wait, why? Because because they ask about her partner? Because usually, one, that's just a thing. And then I think usually you, when you see that in a movie and it's a gay person or, or you know, oh, whatever, it's usually AIDS. That that's what they would that's what they would use as like their device for someone. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I, I was wondering at one point when when she is looking for Miyuki, yeah, you see like blood, kind of like like sh- like she touches the corner of a building and there's blood there, and then that ends up melting into. I think we went past it. Miyuki has a nightmare because she's thinking about the time that she stabbed her dad, but then she looks up and her parents are Hana and Gin. Mm-hmm. And it's like this weird, twisted version of reality. And I was like, now this is what I call Satoshi Kone. 
Yeah, <laughs> he's big into weird dreams. Shit where you're yeah. like, what's real? What's not real? Oh, by the way, uh, this is the second haiku about to come up, and I forgot to mention the first haiku. So, um, Hana likes writing haiku, uh, haikus. <laughs> haikus. The first one is, a little baby, powdery snow on its cheek on this holy night. I don't know what the Japanese version of the haiku is, but they made they made the English version a haiku. Um, and then the second haiku, which is about to come up when she says when they when they leave um, and they say bye to uh, Hannah says bye to her mother or the lady that she calls mother. Um, My mother's white breath. She watches me set out on a long journey. And then this is where I wrote. Oh, yeah, I don't really get haikus and I don't I don't really understand haikus. Like, I don't know. It's just a poetic way of saying a thing, evoking a feeling. But is it? I don't know. And you do it in 575. I don't know. They just. I don't know. Poetry's weird. I feel like maybe maybe I just haven't read good haikus. And because I feel like the only time I hear about haikus is just like people trying to make something into a haiku. And so they just do. They just try to get the pattern. You know, and so they're just like saying a sentence and they just force it to be that pattern. But it like, to me, doesn't seem very beautiful or poetic or anything like that. But wow. maybe I just need to find like... What's it like being heartless? But maybe I just need to find good haikus and not just like... You didn't like Hana's haikus? No. You know what Hana's haikus do that I that maybe they don't do in Japanese? But one thing I don't like with haikus is when they split a sentence mm. across lines. I feel like that's too easy to do. You could just be yeah. like, "What's a seventeen-syllable thought?" Hold on, I'm gonna let's let's just Google best haiku. Haikus. Still not that haikus. easy, you know. It's not that count. easy, but I think it's it's more interesting to do three lines that stand on their own. But it's five syllables, then seven syllables, then five. Okay, I found a random blog that will. Look. There's also tonkas. I think tonkas are five seven five seven seven. But at that point, it's like, all right, just say what you got to say. Forget the syllable counting. A world of dew, and within every dewdrop, a world of struggle. Whoa. The light of a candle is transferred to another candle. Spring twilight. What? Spring twilight? Yeah. That's three syllables. I hate that. Did they put candle on the, the last one? The light line? of a maybe candle. Maybe they're translated from Japanese. Yeah, it's translated, maybe. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, I don't... You gotta find haikus in English written by English speakers originally. Best English haikus. Best. best. They're all Japanese. The best haikus are all Japanese. Top rated. Well, we gotta learn Japanese to appreciate these. <laughs> okay. That's why well, you don't like them, Jackie. This is why I think haikus are like, yeah, they're not good. Maybe, maybe I just need to read them in Japanese. Yeah, I think that's it. I gotta learn real Japanese for real. Um, anyway, I'll research this later. L- listeners, uh, write a good haiku into us. Only if it's good. Do you know those email. Ito N drinks? The, yeah. Like the green tea? They have a, every year a haiku contest because they have haikus, a haiku on every bottle. Oh, really? So one year, me and my friend Colin wrote like like dozens and dozens of haikus to enter them, and mm-hmm. we did not win. Idiot. You should have just spent all your energy on one good one. Yeah, that was our that that was another approach that we could have <laughs> taken, but we didn't. We wrote 
dozens well, I mean, and dozens of them. Where did you where did you submit them? Did you like submit them from the same IP address or something? On the Ito One website, you can submit as many as you want. Oh, okay, okay. I thought maybe they were like these assholes are doing too many. We know. No, they always and it's it's you know I I always see the same ones on the bottle, so they're not changing them up that much. I think there's maybe room for them for other voices. Maybe you found a website from like 1995 and you just think it still works, but they already made their decisions. I found a haiku. Make new ones. But what's the haiku, Jackie? This one's written in English. This is by a famous person, apparently. The snails. Oh my god. (laughs) They get an erection of light. Wait, sorry. They get erections of light with those eyes of theirs. This is about Stone Ocean, the JoJo arc. Um, is it actually though? Uh, no. Because it could be. It really could be rainbows, snails. Anyway, um, yeah. So days are passing. They're taking care of this baby. Um, I write down this baby's got to be like between two and four months because it's like still a little hard, but like not, not that the easy. The other thing I could think of is if like. It would have to be in the, what do you call it, where babies are first kept? Yeah, I guess it would have to be an infant because if if they were stolen from the hospital, then, yeah. Yeah, like it if the baby had to stay there for old. a few weeks, maybe, then it's like yeah. maybe a little bit hardier. But yeah, it's crazy. So they set out looking for the parents because uh, they think they know generally where the, you know, they're trying to find something that matches the picture. They find what looks like the house, but it's like been completely destroyed in a fire mm-hmm. um and they ask around they like ask the neighbors and they ask the people that live in like apartment building and stuff and they find that the house was seized for debt um one day they up and went the husband is a drunk he lived off his wife's earnings she worked at the hostess club um and basically she was just supporting his gambling he's a drunk and a gambler um, so she she was working to pay his debts. Um, apparently, you'd see bruises on him, like she beat him up. I don't know, or maybe 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 that's not what they were implying. Maybe they were implying that he was getting roughed up by the guys he owed money to. Um, but they find they they moved, so they're like, okay, these people did not all die in a fire. Um, this is a quaint scene too, where they're asking a local woman about it. And then she's like, let me ask my friend. And there's two old Japanese ladies gossiping. And eventually there's like a crowd of like seven of them all just going back and forth about mm-hmm. what this couple was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, They find a new address. I'm not sure how they got the new address. Maybe one of the ladies gave it to him. I don't remember. Um, Miyuki notices in a newspaper it says, oh, right, in, in, in the house or something. She notices in, in a newspaper that it says, Miyuki, Angel has come home. Love, Dad. It's like a personals ad or something. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and um, yeah, so she tries to call her dad at one point on a payphone, and she doesn't say anything. But he's like Miyuki, and then she hangs up. Um, so that's cool. Like, yeah, you're not. We're not sure. We were at this point if like she's gonna go back to her family. Yeah, I didn't really write a lot. I think I skipped writing some notes. But Gin tells Hana that his daughter is actually alive and he was a drunk and a gambler. And so that he he kind of wants to make things right by this baby, by 
finding her family and setting the dad straight or something. Um, me, right, he was the, no bicycle racer, or his da- yeah. his daughter didn't die. Well, he doesn't say that he wasn't a bicycle racer yet. We find that out later. Oh, whoops. Um, but he does say like he kind of identifies with the story of like the the dad's a gambler and they're having problems and stuff and they that they're like oh, okay that like you're starting to see like oh maybe that's why the mom gave up the baby because they were in debt and like maybe they can't take care of the baby anymore and this is where they're hanging out at the store uh yes and they fight they end up fighting with a guy outside and then a truck smashes into the store they were in an ambulance okay they because they were all in there and then a drunk customer starts yelling at gin cuz he smells bad the clerk the drunk customer, Gein and Hana, and everyone are outside. The ambulance smashes in where they were, which terrified me because I was like, where's the baby? Mm-hmm. But they have the baby. And so because they were fighting and they all went outside, they didn't get killed. Yeah. The ambulance driver looks dazed and he's like, someone call an ambulance. <laughs> um, Hana faints and or something and she's bleeding. And so they take her to the hospital. Um, and they, and the, it, coincidentally, the nurse's name is Kyoko. Coincidentally. Uh, but then it turns out that nurse is actually Gein's uh, daughter. Yeah, his daughter that he said died, but he's really abandoned. Oh, and, and, and they used all their money on the medical bills for Hana. Right. Gein was going to keep like 300 bucks to give to Kyoko and be like, see, I'm not a bum. This money is a gift to you. Give to his daughter, Kyoko. To give to his daughter. But he has to use it to pay for Hana's medical bills. Mm-hmm. Um. And the doctor there is very like realistic and is like, we're all just doing the best we can. That's all you can do. That's all we can do. Uh, and later when he talks to his daughter, she reveals that she's going to marry that doctor, which does not feel professionally acceptable. Why? <laughs> for doctors and nurses to be getting married. That's how uh, I'm alive right now. Is that true? Yeah, my, my dad was a doctor. And my mom was a nurse at the same hospital. But did she work under him or no? Well, I she worked it, under a nurse. Doctors aren't necessarily the nurse's bosses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think all the nurses work with all the doctors. Okay. So it's okay. I got the vibes there was a big age gap. There is a big age gap in the movie. Yeah. 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 Not from your parents. I don't remember... How old your parents are or what they look like. My dad's 500. Oh my God. <laughs> and my mom's 27. Whoa. They look great from what I recall. <laughs> Why did Keen abandon his family? I don't like that. He's, he's a, a drunk, drunk idiot. He's a drunk gambler. And his daughter is like, Mom and I looked for you. Yeah, the, yeah. She says she's getting married to the doctor. They and, checked unidentified. Oh, and the, the doctor bodies. is the doctor is his age. Yeah, they checked unidentified bodies. Mm. Oh, the doctor has been married before. Oh, right. Oh my God, what a ridiculous coincidence. She's like, oh yeah, I'm marrying this doctor. Oh, he and he's like, oh that he's he's the same age as me. And she's like, yeah, he's been married before, but his daughter got sick and then died, and the mom followed. Yeah, the baby. Um. So, which is the exact story that he told. Um. She's looking anyway. for a father figure because she lost hers. And then, yeah. And Hanuk calls him out for abandoning his family and lying about his family dying because it would be easier for him. Like, oh, how convenient your family died. Um, and, you know, 
I don't know. Hannah's probably like, I, I, you you abandon your family, and I had a, you know, I was she was probably abandoned or something. Like she has a fucked up, sad story about her family. She just really tell us her story. We don't really know, right? Do we ever know Hannah's story with like her family? Not quite. No, not with her family. No. Hannah's a cool character. Like we we get a lot of personality from her, but like I, she feels the least. Like I feel like we and in a lot of ways we know the least about her. But I don't know. We don't need to know all the specifics. I mean, I think I, I feel guess. like we also don't know the least about Miyuki as well. Well, Miyuki, we know that she has a family. She's homeless because she stabbed her dad, who's a police officer. And she loves a cat. She loves her cat. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's true. We don't know a lot about Miyuki. Yeah, Miyuki. I got the Miy- vibe. That Miyuki's she used probably to be, the least fleshed out too. When they'd show her like looking happier or whatever, or in flashbacks at home, it looked like she had been chubbier and she had mm-hmm. lost weight. But that might just be attention to detail. The idea of you should be stringier if you're on the street. Yeah. They're not I don't eating know. good. No. Um, I, Hana says that she's the blue devil. I don't know why exactly. This is a story. Basically, Hana yells at Gein in front of his daughter, Kyoko. And she's like, you told me that your daughter and wife died and blah, blah, blah. And you're a liar. And she just calls him out for all of the lies that he's told. And outside... She's talking to Miyuki and she's like, I'm the blue devil, which is there's a story of the blue devil and the red devil. The red devil is lives near a town and all the villagers are scared of the red devil. It's really a red oni. And the red oni finds a blue oni and talks about his problems. The red oni wants friends. All he wants is friends. The red oni wants to be friends with the villagers. And blue oni says, I'll show up and I'll cause a ruckus. And then you get, you know, you defeat me and then they'll you all like them. you. Yeah. And so that's what they do. And then the red Oni goes looking for the blue Oni. The blue Oni's gone and left a note that said, I have to go. If people see us hanging out, they're going to know that you're a fake. Yeah. Well, so they can it, never know it was a trick. So I think this is Hana excusing her behavior. because, But she is right to just sort of call out what a liar he is and just really like explain like, this is who your father is and what he said. She, I don't know if she needed to do that in front of the daughter. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. He is. She should have. She still should have yelled at him. But maybe I would have yelled at him privately. Be like, "Hey, you're a piece of shit. Now you want to go and talk to your daughter." They have a candid relationship, though. That's true. But does it have to be in front of the daughter? They nobody has a relationship with the daughter. It's not good to hear someone say, "Oh, they told me that you, you were, were dead. dead." Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> So it seems we also learned to, to, but it might force him to be honest. It too. looks like Gin won the lottery, but it's because he looks at the old man's stuff. Yeah, we see that read, it has the numbers from the newscast of all re- ones. They read the lottery. Yeah, what a crazy, what a crazy lottery number. Yeah, I was thinking the movie. There's no coincidence that goes unhappening in this movie. If something can coincidentally happen, it does. And then on the TV, they're like, the sketch of the infant who was taken from the hospital is available. And they show like a sketch of it, like a sketch of a baby. I don't know. They they also they didn't have a photo. <laughs> nah, who takes a picture of a baby? Like, Are you kidding? When get, and like gets it developed in time for the, the news to have and stuff. Wait, when did this, when did, when does this take place? We took pictures of our baby when she was born. That's the day digital. Born. You can email them. In 2003, you have to get them developed. Oh, this was 2003? That's when this movie came out. I don't know when it was set even, but... 
people had digital cameras in in 2003. They didn't. I had a digital camera in 2005, 2006. I don't know. Maybe you could. Maybe you could. I know I had a, I know I had a, no, I had a digital camera in 2003. All right, but you can't just email it, right? You still have to go get it developed or something. You have to bring your memory card to fucking Kinko's or the pharmacy or something. Yeah, you, you can download the file on your computer and you can email it. Why not? It's a file. All right. I'll allow it. But maybe a lot of people didn't bring their digital cameras to the hospital when they were giving birth to a baby or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they're more advanced in Japan. Though. And also, yeah, they're, in Japan they probably us. had. And yeah, in Japan they probably had. Digital That's cameras. true. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So this is a twist that there was an infant taking from a hospital, and it was, um, Kyoko. Um, and then Hana is like talking to Miyuki about something. I don't know. She's going on a, going off on a monologue. And then there's a woman behind her who's like about to, like, because they're on a bridge. They're walking on a bridge. Oh, well, th- in this moment, Hana is talking about how she would kill herself. Oh. About for something. And she's like, I'd step neatly out of my shoes. And as she's saying this, a woman in the background is she's stepping out that. of her shoes to jump off yeah. the bridge. Uh, and Why don't you take your shoes off? I get the vibe that it's like a Japanese thing that, like, to enter the kingdom of the dead, you're supposed to take your shoes off when you enter a house or something, you know? Oh, I see. Mm. That's a guess, mostly. Here, I'll do some Googling. Oh, you could keep talking. Is this a reference to It's a Wonderful Life? I don't think so. Okay. Does he try to kill himself in that movie? I don't really remember. I've maybe seen that movie once. It's a good movie, but I don't remember a lot of it. But I remember liking it. Um, Yeah, and then he gets to see what it would be like if he killed himself. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Nice. Um, and it's wonderful. <laughs> um, so it turns out that the woman who's about to kill herself is, uh, so it seems, the mom of this baby. And she... Yeah, uh, and And Hannah slaps her. It's <laughs> like, you abandoned your baby. And uh, you she's like... can't just slap people. <laughs> she's like no 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 no. it was my my husband stole the baby from me and uh he took her away um and she's just very emotional like to see the baby again and to hold her and stuff and i was crying mark didn't notice but i was crying um mark why didn't and- you notice i don't know i'm looking at the movie mark was looking at the movie i was trying to hide it mm. i'm just over here like <laughs> um and she's like, oh, all I've suffered on account of this man, uh, of her husband. Um, and you believe her now. Holding the baby and crying. You believe her? Why? I don't know. Why would she lie about her husband throwing the baby away? I don't know. I don't know what to she believe also anymore. Sa- she also said it was her baby. It's not her baby. Yeah, that's true. So she's, she's a liar in general. Okay, I take it all back. Um, and Gin ends up in the... In the in the house, in their house, or whatever, in the husband's house, and he sees the husband, and he starts talking to him, and so we find out that her husband, uh, you know, we we know that he's a gambler, we know he's a drunk, um, but he talks about how like that baby, how she stole the baby from the hospital and stuff, and that's not her baby, um, and uh, yeah, I don't, know, it's it's a 
but it's like we're 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 starting to get that story. Meanwhile, we keep going back and forth between the where, what Gein is talking to with this guy and the bridge, and like them say like you never leave that baby again. You hold that baby tight, and you love her, and you and it's just like it's emotional. It's a tearful scene, and they wave goodbye. So they wave goodbye to the baby because they love the baby. You know, they were taking care of the baby for however mm-hmm. long. Um, and then she says another haiku that I'm I didn't write down at this point because I was like, oh yeah, I don't care about haikus. Um, and then we find out that yeah, Sashiko stole the baby, and then I guess abandoned it, or the husband stole it and threw it in the trash for some reason. There's so many better. If you're gonna leave a baby somewhere, the trash is the worst. If you want the baby to be alive, yeah, don't put it in the trash. Like, leave it in front of a church or something. Leave it at the hospital. Firehouse. A lot of people do the firehouse. Yeah, firehouse, hospital. I think that there's, like, police station, police mm-hmm. station, hospital. Um, 7-Eleven. <laughs> a place where there's people, I think, is a good start. The trash mm-hmm. is, like, unless you want homeless people to raise the baby. I don't know. Um, and uh, so then Gin catches up to Hana and Miyuki, and they're like, "Oh, you just missed a very moving finale." <laughs> and he's like, "The mother Sachi, uh, like, like Sachigo is a fake. Like, I don't know. They, he tells her that that he tells them that that she wasn't the real mom." Um, and she's like out. Meanwhile, like we cut to her, she's like out in a park trying to get the baby to drink milk from her and she's not producing milk obviously right wait actually no maybe she is producing milk because she did have a baby right no i guess after a couple of days you dry yeah, up but so, i think the baby's not latching like what something's not working yeah something's not working yeah, and the way but she might she's probably not producing milk by this point because if it's been a few days like you dry up oh um well and it just she looks so creepy in this and this felt like other satoshi Kone, like women in crisis yeah. The way that she's shot, just like her hair dangling, you only yeah. see her mouth moving. Yeah, Spooky. she looks scary. Um, yeah, but if you if you if you if you have a baby and you don't use your milk, like if you're not feeding a baby, then it just dries up. It's like so you have to be like constantly feeding a baby or pumping or whatever in order for the milk to uh happen for it to like actually come through. Um so yeah, what happens? Um, yeah, I was just confused about the baby situation. I think this is where on my notes I'm just like, so what happened? Um, but I think we got it now. Um, I'm just afraid for this baby the whole time. Oh yeah, they're chasing after her because she tries to escape because they're trying to get the baby back from her because they're like, that's not your baby. So now we have to get it away from you. And she's like in a car. Oh, by the way, the, this baby has been in a car before. And every time it's like, there's no car seat. If there's any mm-hmm. kind of accident, this ba- like, and also like their necks are super sensitive. They can't like, like their, their heads shouldn't be moving around a lot. Like you have to be very careful with their heads. Um, they shouldn't be in There's no car, car seats in the Philippines. I have oh. a cousin who adopted a baby and they, they took the baby home and the, the pictures are like just... The, the mom holding her in the backseat. I'm like, where's her car seat? Why are I there mean, no guess, laws in this country? I guess you can, I mean, I guess you can survive, but it's just like scary because if anything happens, it's like there's no protection for the little baby, the little delicate baby. 
Um, so she, and the baby in in this like she's just driving like like fast to get away from them, and the baby is just like on on the passenger seat. <laughs> um, it's scary. And then the car does get into an accident. Well, so Hannah gets into the coincidentally the same taxi driver uh from before that she owes money to um picks them up and oh by the way they get him to follow the car and gin is following them on a bike or something yes taxi driver voice actor is the same as spike spiegel ah okay um yeah gin pursues the, the truck and it crashes with the baby in it well the i guess the baby's in his arms he catches the baby it's crazy there's no like he, how, he rolls he rolls while holding the baby. His body just protects her. It's crazy. I was like, how is this baby's neck not snapped? Um, Babies but, are quite durable, Jackie. It's just they're they just, just want to sell jelly. car seats. Yeah. Somehow they get the baby. They're not that durable. Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> you do have to be careful of their their head and their neck. The first couple of uh, no, they're like super balls. No, because they're just, you could just bounce them around. I looked up because I was like, well, why do you have to protect their heads? And it's like their brain is just like sloshing around in there and like you can get give them brain damage. Oh, and also like their neck, like if they it can cut off the circulation to their breathing if they if their neck is like floppy. You know, that's why you, you want to keep them. um, I don't know, just like not all the way back or all the way forward because then they can't breathe. Um, and then if they lose air. If they lose oxygen, you know, they get brain damage. So you have to be careful. Um, but this baby is a miracle baby, so she's fine. And it's a it's also a cartoon. They didn't put any real babies in danger, so that's also fine. Um so somehow um the lady, what's her name? Sachiko. Sachiko, yeah. She gets the baby back and they're chasing after her. Um and She's on the roof now. She makes it all the way up to the roof. She looks like she's about to jump with the baby. And she's like, oh, you should know what it's like to lose a child. My baby died before she was born. And so therefore, I need to fucking kill both of us. Um, and she's sort of just having a generic, dangerous character who is a threat. Like, yeah, like it's it's a kind of nonspecific mental illness situation she's going through. Yeah. Um, but then her husband's like across the street and he shouts like, hey, it's OK. We can start over. We can start over. We can, you know, I'll be a good husband to you and we'll we'll make it work and we're going to fix this. This is yeah, this is sort of his redeeming moment. OK. Um, And so she's going to jump, but he like tells her it's OK. We'll start over. Like, just, you know, come back to me. Um, And she goes to jump anyway. And then Miyuki like grabs her and then Gin comes and he grabs Miyuki. Right. And mm -hmm. then. The baby fucking is talking. The baby says, "Like I want to go home." <laughs> yeah, because well, because because Sachiko is like hallucinating, and she yeah. looks at the baby, and she hears the baby say, "I want to go home." Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh." <gasps> um, they're about to fall. Yeah, and then Jin grabs her, and then Hana falls. Uh, Hana catches the to baby catch at the some baby. Point. Yeah, because the baby falls, and then Hana jumps to catch her. And Hannah's holding on to something like a flag or something. Like a big then, sign or and something. That yeah. falls. And then the wind fucking parachute swings her around. And then she just slowly parachutes down and is fine with the baby, holding the baby. Yes. 
Um, and this is all to prove that Hannah is the best mother, probably, <laughs> of the three of them. And that the baby is a miracle child. Yes. Um, and so they're in the hospital. The baby is brought back to her parents. Um, Hannah and Jin are in the hospital. Miyuki is, I guess, fine. Um, the winning lottery ticket fa- falls out of Gin's pocket. They're talking and, you know, being friends and stuff. The family that, you know, it's the actual parents of the baby are like, oh, you know, we want to meet the people who took care of her. And the police officer is like, uh, but they're homeless. And they're like, we don't care. We just want to meet them. You know, we want to ask them if they will be her godfathers. Her Tokyo godfathers. They said Tokyo Godfather. No, they didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, That'd be weird if they said that. Then it'd be like, does she have other cities? God- God- looked at the camera. <laughs> um, and I was a little like, just a question: Is Godfather supposed to be gender neutral? Because we have Godfathers and Godmothers, and you know, Miyuki and Hana would be Godmothers. Maybe they don't know their genders yet. Yeah, maybe they don't know. Okay. Yeah, because you could they could have just said godparents, but I guess then you can't you can't be Tokyo godparents. It has to be the godfathers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the detective. Oh yeah, the detective that they were talking to is Miyuki's dad. It turns <sighs> out. And then I wrote down baby Jesus girl, and I don't know why. <laughs> and then that's what you think this kid is. Yeah, and then the credits roll, and then uh, the buildings are all swinging, uh, and Ode to Joy is playing basically and i wrote down i'm still depressed Hmm. (laughs) i'm still depressed because they're still homeless and they They are i don't think they are i guess the baby's okay but hana's still sick find a winning lottery ticket or something they have a winning lottery ticket for like hundreds of thousands of dollars we don't know if they're they actually because they don't realize that that. they've all been reunited with their families hana is forgiven by her mother because she thinks that she will not be able to stay at the club that she worked at Miyuki's dad forgives her so she can probably go home. Okay, fine. And Gin's daughter, for some reason, is not mad at him. What is he going to do, though? He's not going to go. He's not like, what is he going to do? She's not invited. She didn't even invite him to her wedding. They. He, she thought he might be dead. Yeah. But they don't know where he they was. They just have like an awkward conversation and that's it. She was happy like, to see him. I don't think they're going to, he's going to really stay in her life. It doesn't matter. He has options. Okay. Because Hana says that at one point. She says it's better for people to be with their real families. Now, that isn't necessarily true for her because she hints at not having a real family. She's bounced around to foster homes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a different chosen family that that you think that... You, but you think they're going to all split up and be with their... Maybe. Families or chosen families. But the point is they're reunited and they don't have... Like, at the beginning, they all are terrified of the fact that they think that there's someone that used to be their family that hates them. That they did something wrong and they're running away from what they did wrong. Oh, that's true. Okay. And now I feel like they don't have to anymore. That doesn't mean that they're all going to go home, but also they have a ton of money. So they could just like, I don't know, have an apartment for a while. Well, you don't know if Gein is going to share any of that with the rest of them. He's not that Come bad. On. Guy. He would share some. It's his lottery ticket. It's his family. <laughs> it's not his lottery ticket. It's that old ass man's yeah. lottery well, ticket. Well, he's the one who helped that man. Well, they also helped him. Hana's friends patched him up and stuff. Okay. And he loves Miyuki. He loves them both, I think. That's true. He does love them. They're, and they're his family. Okay, fine. Apparently, uh, Satoshi Kon also made a bunch of the buildings have faces in them. 
That might be why they're dancing. It's like Tokyo is a is the fourth character in this movie. Mm. The fourth godfather. Yeah. Uh yeah, in a two thousand Tokyo and Tokyo Godfathers. In a two thousand two interview, uh by the way, Satoshi Kone's website is or was called Kone's Tone. Um when it was over, he had only done Perfect Blue. When it was, sorry, when it was in production, he had only done Perfect Blue and Millennium Actress. And he said, it has a different taste from the previous two films. We are not doing anything confusing, such as mixing fiction and reality. In a word, it is a humanistic film. However, I don't like to make things that go in a straight line. So it is a humanistic film with a lot of tricks. I call it a twisted human interest story. The key word is coincidence. I imagine it to be a humorous story in which it is hard to tell how much is serious, how much is a lie, or how much is a joke. And in a 2003 interview after the movie came out, he said, above all, it was made as a comedy. So people say it's a straight humanistic film. That's a nice reaction. But he basically said, I actually think it is the worst of the three films I have made so far. Mm. Oh, wow. That doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. This is machine translated, right? Like I just ran this through deep L. Um, but yeah, and they kept using this term for saying like, is it bad? Is it a bad movie? But sometimes it'd be translated as tacky. So I'm not sure. But that's where he also was like, yeah, it feels cheap if you use like one coincidence to like fix your movie. He's like, but if the whole movie is full of them and it makes you think about the characters, then maybe I can get away with it. Um. The 2019 G Kids dub of this movie has a trans woman playing Hana. So I think oh, that would be yeah. cool to check out. Nice. Um, I believe her name is Shakina Nafak. Yes. This is really a progressive treatment of a trans character, especially for 2003 and especially for Japan. Mm. For the most part. I mean, yeah. It'd be interesting to hear a trans woman watch this movie but i mean there's a lot of other context missing like what was it like at that time in japan mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff but true, 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 true. still i don't know anything about like i tried to look up the voice actor who played hana and the only thing i saw that he also worked on is he he did the japanese dub for the south park character big gay al okay maybe he's gay maybe he is queer maybe Maybe he just loves playing queer people. Who knows? Anyway, I uh, like this movie. I liked it too. I don't know where I'd put it above or below Paprika, but they are extremely different, so I don't really need to do that. Um, but I like to see the rest of Satoshi Kon's movies. Mm-hmm. Rip in peace, Satoshi Kon. Yeah, rip in peace. Rip in pieces. We've seen a lot of Satoshi Ko. We watched Memories just a few weeks ago. That's right. He had, yeah, the Magnetic oh, Rose in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, We watched yeah. Perfect Blue a while ago. Mm-hmm. The first JoJo OVA. That's right. He did some of the animation directing there. By the way, yeah. just like this movie, features someone forcing a cab driver, forcing someone to drive while they're freaking out. Uh-huh. In that way, they are similar. Yeah, this cab driver does not run over people, but the cab driver in this movie drives his car into a building and like drives it into a wall or something. It's pretty nuts. He goes, he really sticks his neck out. He really does. Um, He's an ally. 
I give this movie three out of three Godfathers. Um, I give it one out of one Tokyos. Oh, Jackie, what do you think? Uh, I give it 10 out of 10 gods. Are there 10 gods? Yes. Oh, <laughs> this is news to me. Um, yeah, but <laughs> this will segue nicely into the fact that next week, thanks to Patreon, again, patreon.com slash jjbpod, we're going to watch Paranoia Agent, the Satoshi Kon TV anime. That's all I know about it. Are we going to record on Christmas Day? <laughs> Uh, we should take a break no. let's, let's skip next week should we just skip next week yeah let's skip next week all right well when we come back we will probably talk about paranoia agent the satoshi Kon tv anime that may or may not feature a blurring of lines between reality and unreality but probably no babies i don't know that <laughs> i don't know that uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at JJBPod there. There is also a Discord for this podcast that a listener started. If you check the description of this podcast episode in your podcast player, you can join it and talk to people, including us, because we don't have anything better to do. Uh, and again, our email is jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, remember, folks, if you find a young baby, take it to some kind of authority, someone who knows... How to help children, you know? If they would have taken that baby to the police in the first place, then they would have found that the baby was blonde, like the baby was stolen. Yeah, but the police would probably would have beat them up and arrested them. That's what I think. That's, That's probably right. true. They'd say these homeless people were going to eat a baby. <laughs> well, yeah, they would have blamed the, them on, they were like, oh, you stole a baby yeah. and put him in jail. Yeah. That's what I was imagining. I don't know. Maybe they do shit different in Japan. Yeah. Anyway, goodbye, everybody. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You filthy animals. Yeah. All right.